Hey, this is Jay, and welcome back to the podcast where I am reading every chapter of my book, Zombies Ate My Poodle. And today we are up to chapter three. This is called Zombie Poodle, and it's about uh, it's about Jeffrey, the zombie poodle. So let's just jump right into this. Three, two, one. Chapter three, Zombie Poodle. His feet tangled in the straps of the show bag. Zack hit the floor so hard the wind was knocked out of him. Jeffrey's front paws pressed against Zack's chest and his snout loomed over Zack's face. And then the poodle's butt started to wiggle as he wagged his tail wildly. Zack looked up at his dog's face and then dodged the drool that escaped from his panting tongue. Finally catching his breath, Zack said, Jeffrey, you're alive. He hugged his dog and then quickly let go. Oh, gross, you have blood and brains all over you. He pushed Jeffrey off and scrambled to his feet as his poodle danced around him. Jeffrey was moving much slower than normal, but seemed mostly okay. As long as Zack didn't look at the gaping hole in the side of his skull, he could almost pretend Jeffrey was as good as new. Instead of his usual friendly whine, Jeffrey made a kind of moaning sound that sent the hair on the back of Zack's neck on end. He shuddered and then decided a zombie poodle was better than a dead poodle anyway. Probably. Zack wished the phone was working so he could call someone and let them know that zombie dogs didn't eat human brains. That might be an important clue in finding a cure for the disease. Maybe zombie dogs only ate dog brains, or maybe cat brains, he decided. That kind of made sense. With another member of the family at home, even if it was the one with four legs, Zack started feeling a little less lonely and more confident about how everything would turn out. Thinking again about the rescue mission, Zack decided to take Jeffrey with him. Because he was a trained dog, there might be situations where he could be useful. Plus, now that he wasn't alone, there was no way he'd leave the dog at home. But first, he had to do something about the hole in Jeffrey's skull. Jeffrey, sit! The poodle sat, and Zack was pleased to discover zombie dogs could still follow commands. Leaning down, Zack pulled back some of the hair around the hole, peeked in, and saw a chunk of brain was missing. Even though he usually liked gross things, this was so far beyond gross that Zack thought he might actually throw up. He quickly straightened up. Come on, boy, let's see if we can find something to bandage you with. With Jeffrey following, Zack went into the kitchen and opened the drawer where bandages, and hundreds of other things, were kept. All the bandages and gauze pads were the right size for a cut finger or a scraped knee, but not for a hole in the skull. Closing the drawer, Zack scanned the room and his eyes fell on the kitchen table. In among the gore was the missing chunk of skull bone. The zombie who crunched Jeffrey had probably spit it out when he realized dog brains weren't what he craved. Zack looked down at Jeffrey, who gave off little zombie moans and sat wagging his tail like he expected a dog biscuit. Then he looked at the chunk on the table. Maybe... Using just the tips of his fingers, Zack grabbed the chunk of skull and took it to the sink. After a minute of running it under the water, it looked, well, like a clean chunk of bone with fuzzy dog hair on one side. He lined it up with the hole in Jeffrey's head, moved a few strands of dog hair out of the way, and plopped it into place like it was the last piece of a jigsaw puzzle. Hey, good as new! Jeffrey jumped up and shook his head. The bone chunk went flying out and bounced off the refrigerator. No, bad dog! Zack grabbed the bone chunk, rinsed it off again, and then headed for the garage with Jeffrey following along. On the shelf above the workbench, Zack grabbed a roll of duct tape and worked the end loose. Jeffrey, sit, stay. 
Zack carefully put the piece of bone in place and then pulled out a long strip of duct tape. Making sure not to pin down his ears, Zack wrapped the tape over the bone chunk and down under Jeffrey's head. Okay, boy, Zack released him. Jeffrey jumped up, shook his head, and everything stayed firmly in place. Zack knew it looked a little weird, but at least it would keep his dog's brains in place. Until they could get to a vet, it would just have to do. Zack grabbed Jeffrey's leash from a hook in the garage, pulled his backpack down from a storage shelf so he could carry all the gear easily, and headed back into the house one last time. After putting his equipment into the backpack, Zack stood in the living room and looked around. This was the house he grew up in, the only place he ever remembered living. And now there was blood and brains all over the kitchen and his family had been ripped apart. The house wouldn't be his real home again unless he could fix that. Gather supplies? Check. Plug hole in poodle skull? Check. Find and rescue parents? Heading out to do that right now. And that is it for Chapter 3 of Zombies Ate My Poodle, and it is available on Amazon in a Kindle version or paperback. Get it there if you'd like it, and I'll see you here next time for Chapter 4.